Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello everyone, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. I'm so glad you joined us tonight. Join me tonight, I'm really excited about tonight. Whatever part of the world you're listening to, if it's Africa, Philippines, whatever state in the United States, whatever time zone you're at, I'm really, really happy that you joined me tonight. Tonight we have a very special treat, a, a, um, a special show tonight, a teaching and I have a, a a special guest tonight. His name is Regis Regis Andrews, and I I know him from church. I've known him for several years. Uh, in fact, we went to Bible college together. He's a mighty man of God, a general in in the army of God, and he's very anointed and he's very much used of of God. And uh, he has a heart for souls, a passion for for people, and a love for God and. And he has the fire of God inside him. He's, he's this uh, awesome person of God. So with no further ado, you're in for a treat tonight. My goodness, the, the Lord has saved him from death so many times. And uh, most recently, uh, he experienced something. But I'm, I'm going I'm to let him tell you all about that. We're going to flow with the Holy Ghost. And right now, I'm going to introduce you to, to my guest. And, and um, Regis, uh, uh, you're live on the air. Uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah, thank you so much, <laughs> and uh, it's good to be with you tonight, live <laughs> on the air. <laughs> yes. And uh, thank you so much. That was a very kind introduction. And uh, yes, you and I have known each other for uh, several years, and of course, going through Bible school together, and and uh, with Jody, it's been awesome. And it's a great night tonight. And. I uh, really appreciate uh, the opportunity to share this great testimony of what the Lord has done. And um, uh, first of all, uh, you know, we had talked earlier and, and uh, you even mentioned um, uh, how how did you get saved and what was that like for you. And um, if it's okay, I'd like to start right there, Deborah. I, I- Yes, of course. You know, you can take your 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 liberty in the Holy Ghost, Regis. Uh, whatever you feel the Holy Ghost wants you to do, I'm going to step aside. And I'm going to let you and the Holy Spirit have it from here. Okay? If there's anything you need from me, you can ask me. I'm going to put my microphone on mute so it doesn't mess things up. But you can go ahead and if you have any questions or anything you need from me, let me know, and it'll take me a second to get to you. Okay? Sure. God bless you. Take your take your liberty in the Holy Ghost, Regis. All right. Well, um. You know, uh, I was uh, I was always brought up in the church. Some people were brought up in the church. Some people weren't brought up in the church. I was one of those that was, and you know, uh, baptized as a Catholic, and uh, the first Holy Communion and uh, confirmation, and altar boy, choir boy, and uh, every Sunday we were in church. Mom and Dad saw to that, and uh, had the parochial school. Uh, Catholic school from uh, uh, grade one through grade eight, and um, you know that had already uh, always always stuck with me. And uh, even when I left home, and uh, and at a very young age, I say twenty, um, to go to Boston for uh, my first employment at Tufts University, 
I always continued on with uh, going to church. And uh, as religious as it was, <laughs> but, you know, um, that's, that's just the reverence that we and the and the the dedication and and the discipline that we had um and life takes its turns it's got its ups and downs as we all know and uh <clears throat> and i had reached a point uh in my life uh about uh, 40 years of age and i was going through severe uh, tribulations and and um difficult time um and i was crying out to the lord desperately to help because i was in a situation a circumstance with a uh, marriage and it was uh failing that i had absolutely no answers for and uh, uh tried everything in the natural to overcome but crying out to the lord and for uh, literally five years you know to help me and and um I was living like hell six days a week, go to church on <laughs> on Sunday and repeat the process and still crying out to the Lord. But you know, the Lord hears our cries. He uh he he's just he's just so wonderful. He just wants us to come to a place uh totally, totally uh humble, submitted um and and i'm not saying that he caused this situation i caused the situation <laughs> to come upon me but he's there to rescue you he's got his arms wide open he's just looking for people that will run to him and say uh abba father um and so a dear friend of mine uh says to me Regis, you've got to come to this revival. And I said, revival? Uh, what's revival? <laughs> and, and I knew uh, I didn't have revival, so how could I get revival? <laughs> and my goodness, uh, uh, he says, yeah, you've got to come. And uh, I've got this uh, mighty man of God, this great evangelist from South Africa coming Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, and, you know, you heard about the Lakeland Revival, right? And I said, no, I don't know anything about that. And um, so he insisted. He says, hey, it starts on Tuesday and goes all the way through Saturday. And, and well, I didn't get there until Thursday. Um, I showed up, and there was in the, the back of this Protestant church, which you know, as a Catholic, you never go to a Protestant church. And they're singing and they're praising and the hands are up and the music is free and there's an entire uh worship band and we were we were used to to uh one organ and maybe a choir and uh you know, sing two or three songs, but this praise and worship went on for 15 20 minutes 30 minutes 45 minutes and I'm I'm going well uh that was the entire duration of our catholic church service right there 45 minutes as uh, uh as as pastor says uh dry cleaning uh in and out uh under an hour and um I'm looking at the people and I'm just the hands are raised and 
and the singing, and then I'd hear tongues, and sitting there, I'm thinking, I'm in the back row, and the last seat, I'm saying, what in the world is going on here? And then uh, the uh, Holy Spirit began to flow, Pastor Rodney flowing with the Holy Spirit, and and um, calling out people, calling out uh, different uh, uh, illnesses and laying hands on people. People were hitting the floor, and I'd never seen that before, and and uh, bringing his message. And, and I'd never heard this. Uh, Forty years in the Catholic Church, I'd never seen or heard anything like this, although I was back in Pittsburgh where I grew up, and I remember the charismatic movement that occurred when about um, a half a dozen to a dozen uh, seminary students back, I believe it was 1964. Yeah, it's a 50-year anniversary of the charismatic movement. That is correct this year. And um, so here I am back there. It uh, happened at uh, Duquesne University in Pittsburgh. And, of course, it, it spread and uh, just an amazing uh, movement um, uh, in in the 60s. So I'd heard of it, but I'd never seen anything. Um, and um, my goodness, as the evening went on, and probably about by 10 o'clock or so, um, Pastor began to walk down the aisle as he's talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit and letting it bubble up and tumble forth and spring forth. And I, it didn't make any sense to me at all, but I did not move. I did not get out of my seat, stayed there, and I was trying to understand, getting understanding to what was going on. And he's coming back. He's coming. And my buddy says, hey, he's coming for you. I said, come on. Come on, stop that. He said, no, he's coming for you. And my goodness, he walks all the way to the back of the church. And there I was, the last row. And I didn't even look up. (laughs) Pastor comes over, he lays his hands on me, and he says, bubble up. Bubble up. B-field. And I'm like, bubble what? I'm just what bubble and and I get a little uh, uh, and uh, uh, something uh, something of that nature and then he turns and he goes back and shortly after the meeting was closed and 1300 people there packed this out and it was February of 97 And I left that meeting and I said, Lord, I don't know what these people have, but whatever it is, I want it. And I was in business and been in dentistry as a laboratory technician support person and started at Tufts University and then uh, worked my way into my own laboratory. And I I didn't show up on Friday. I let the uh, employees uh, handle things. I went to church, 1030 service. There I was sitting there, and I wasn't in the back row this time. I was sitting in the third row, and the power and the presence of God was so strong. My goodness, 
as pastor is ministering, I start weeping, and I'm weeping the entire time. I'm just sobbing, and um, even (laughs) goodness, even as I begin to speak about that, I takes me right back to that that moment, and I had no idea what was happening to me, but I knew something was happening, and and uh, at one point in the service, uh, a pastor called me out, and he said, uh, stand up, step into the aisle, lift your hands, and I had them halfway lifted. He says, higher, and I probably about three quarters up, but he says, all the way up, lift your hands up now. And uh, laid his hands on me. The fire of God hit me. And, I mean, it was burning in my chest. I'm, I could not breathe. I could, I could breathe in, could breathe out. Of, uh, and I was in amazement and in awe of what just took place. I didn't know what took place. And after the meeting was over, I said, I've got to go back and see Rodney. That's exactly what I said. And I said, oh, no, no, no. Um, he's he's back there with some people. He's meeting with some pastors. And I said, no, you don't understand. I have to find out what happened to me. And um, so I, I went back to the office. And, um, and, of course, there were several cubicles, several offices until you got to the main pastor's office. And, and I was there and and people were talking it just happened that pastor leaned forward and saw me and he said uh come in and <laughs> the the people guarding the door just allowed me to go right into the back office and i sat down he said uh, what's happening and i said uh you laid hands on me, called me out, you laid hands on me. I said, I, I couldn't breathe. I, my my chest was all hot, the fire of God. He said, that's the fire of God. And I said, the fire of God. He said, yeah, that's the, the, the third person is the fire of God just came on you. And, of course, we always prayed uh, and, and blessed ourselves in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It said, years and years and years and years in the Catholic in church and everything, you know, you step in and bless yourself with the holy water, genuflect, and, you know, start off in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. But I never had an encounter and a relationship with Jesus or the third person of the Holy Spirit and uh, didn't realize that they are alive and moving about the earth even as we speak. And so this was my first encounter with the Holy Spirit. Now, I didn't answer an altar call. There was not an answer call to, you know, most pastors preaching to the choir here. And and um, there wasn't an altar call on uh, Thursday night when I was there, and there wasn't an altar call on, on Friday morning. And... Um, I left that meeting. I said, uh, there is a, a dental office that I work with, and the office manager there is, uh, is is scheduled to have a double mastectomy next week because of cancer. And all Pastor Rodney said was, 
bring her here. And immediately, that was my direction from the Lord through pastor to bring in the sick, bring in people that are suffering and, and need a healing. And so immediately I left, I went straight out to that dental office and I told Glenda, I said, Glenda, you must come see Pastor Rodney. You must come to this revival. And she said, okay, I'll meet you there. And so uh, there's the the whole praise and worship going on Friday night. And uh, my goodness, it was powerful and he goes into a wonderful message and closes it out with a uh, prayer of salvation. And that night, that Friday night, I mean, February 97, cold, snowy, two feet of snow on the ground. And um, I went running forward. Glenda went up, and, and I believe there was about um, – 53 or 54 of us that went forward to receive the Lord that night. And so uh, my life was never the same. I went to the back as they ushered you out and and uh, they give you some uh, information as to what just took place in salvation and is there anything we need to pray about? And I looked at the lady and I said, no, I just got saved. Everything's great. This is awesome. Oh, I feel so different. And a uh, uh, total freedom came on me. <laughs> the circumstances were still there, but I wasn't carrying them any longer. <laughs> and and it was the most unusual um, experience uh, that I'd ever had. Um, and uh, I... Uh, went out the following week to a Christian bookstore to buy a Bible. Uh, Never had a Bible. Um, We had little missalettes in the church, and you just picked up the missalette, and you turned it to the proper week, and there's all the things that you needed right in it, and that was it. Uh, And uh, even during our uh, religious uh, classes of catechism, they... uh, never really opened the Bible up. So, long story short, I get my Bible, and about a month later, I enroll in a Bible correspondence program. I was like a hungry dog on a bone. I, I I just went out. I was so tenacious. Let me find out what is in here. What have I been missing? And that was truly the, the 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 start of where I am today, uh, 17 years later, and uh, my goodness, uh, uh, entered into uh, uh, Bible school uh, officially, and um, I went on the road and traveled with Pastor Rodney. It's just been been awesome. So that brings us to uh, this year. Um, I'm going to fast forward. And um, we had winter camp meeting and and uh, pastor's last meeting, the last uh, his last message on Sunday night was uh, about uh, Jacob and um, 
angels ascending, descending, and he made a, uh, a pillow out of stones and and uh, it basically labeled the message: Are you between a rock and a hard place? And and I was. I was working in a corporate job that I did not like. It was not fulfilling at all, and um, usury that I was beyond. Uh, I couldn't even believe what you know, take advantage of uh, of people in need. And I'm sitting in the back in the laboratory, and uh, I just looked up to the Lord. I said, Lord, that's it. You're coming back soon, and I refuse to have you come back and find me sitting at this bench, at this ungodly corporate job. I went over the calendar, and I said, man, in fact, May 30th, I'm out of here. Either you move me or I move me, but that's it. I'm done. I've had it. And um, so that was my declaration to the Lord, just doing business with the Lord. And a week later, the phone rings. And it's a pastor from Juneau, Alaska. And I had known this man. We had uh, done some outreaches in uh, Billings, Montana at the Crow Nation. And I remember seeing him on uh, Pastor Rodney's videos at the Louisville camp meetings and different places. And and so uh, we had just done Juno Fest about a year and a half, two years prior, and Jody and I were up for five weeks at Juno Fest. So he calls me up and he says, hey, I was just praying, um, and uh, we do a summer gathering up here in Juneau, it's a summer camp meeting. And um, I'd like to know if you and Jody would like to do the meeting. And my jaw just dropped. I said, what do you mean do the meeting, Pastor Sam? He said, well, we're going to do two meetings a day, starting on Sunday, and we'll go right through Friday. And then he says, I really believe the Lord will, will, will want to extend, and I'm prepared to go Sunday through Wednesday the following week. I'm going two meetings a day uh, till Friday. Take Saturday off. Started on Sunday. I said, my gosh, that's 20 meetings. And I was overwhelmed. And I said, I'll tell you what. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to go home. I'm going to tell Jody. And uh, we'll pray about it. And we'll get back to you. I got off the phone. And I told nobody my petition before the Lord. I didn't tell Jody my petition before the Lord. I told absolutely no. It was just me and the Lord. And seven days later, this door opened up. And I wanted to be in ministry, but I did not want to pick up the phone and say, um, would you uh, would you allow me to come in and, and do a meeting and sort of invite myself with the past. Like I said, I traveled on the Great Awakening with Pastor Rodney for several years. So we, we we started right from the very, very beginning of the GAT from Humboldt, Texas to Puerto Rico and my goodness, all the way up to Massachusetts and and uh, New Hampshire and all across uh, over to Hawaii and, and uh, Oklahoma. I mean, just, we traveled. So... I'm here to tell you that the Lord does not have a deaf ear. He he knows 
your heart. He knows the desires of your heart, and he will cause those desires to be manifest. I just didn't realize. I'm going like seven days, really, Lord? I came home, and I was so excited, and I told Jody what had happened, the phone call that I received. And then I told her what I declared seven days prior. My goodness, I mean, both of us, we just went in Shakota, busted, boy, busted. This is the Lord. This is the Lord. And I had it confirmed. I met with Pastor Rodney. I had it confirmed. And I said, this is what happened, Pastor. What do you think? He says, I think it's the Lord. And I think you should go ahead. And I said, okay, I'm just checking with you because, you know, hey, this is, you're my pastor. And, uh, I'm starting off in ministry in uh, with 20 meetings, <laughs> Sunday night, not a Wednesday night. <laughs> 20 meetings in a camp meeting. I'm going. This is this is over the top, Lord. And uh, we started uh, June 11th. Um, departed up from Tampa to Juneau, and um, we actually started the meetings uh, Father's Day. Um, and uh, we went through that week, and it was powerful. Oh my goodness, the power and the presence of the Lord, and and and, and the people, and they're 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 getting touched. And and the great thing about revival and the Holy Spirit, when you're flowing and and His presence is, people are going to tell people will get touched. And and uh, we went the following week, and we went the entire week, and. And then we get extended out. We're doing a third week, and more people are coming. And and as more people are coming, um, they're they're bringing other people, and and people are getting set free. They're getting delivered from from alcoholism and drug addiction, and and we saw families being restored and marriages being restored. Uh, the uh, we. <laughs> Uh, oh, Deborah, it was amazing. We saw we saw the pastor's daughter get touched. I saw her sitting there, and the Lord said, uh, "Bring her up." And I just brought her up, and I said, "The Lord's really got something for you." And there was a nice pregnant pause, and I'm holding the microphone, and I just have my arm on her shoulder, and. Boom, she hits the deck, <laughs> and, and she was filled with joy, and she's laughing. Her husband is laughing. They're filled with joy, and the two little girls are looking, and their eyes are big as silver dollars, and they can't believe what they're seeing, and they went over to Pastor Sam, who is their grandpa. They call him Pa, and said, Pa, you know, Mom. I've never heard her laugh. And here's a little girl, I don't know, about uh, 9 or 10, maybe 11 years old, and she doesn't recall ever seeing her mother laugh, and there's her dad there, and I said, bring the kids over. And we just had them come over, and I said, just lay down and give your mom a hug. And, and so there is the little girls laying on top of their, their mom, Judy, and giving her a hug and they're laughing and and it was just amazing to see and a couple of days later I called Judy up to give a, a testimony of what the Lord had done she just went to open her mouth and boom she hits the deck 
and it starts all over again. The joy of the Lord hit her, and, uh, you know, uh, testimonies like that really bring freedom to the rest of the people who haven't received and haven't had a touch, and and uh, you can't make this stuff up. It's You can't pay people to do that. So bottom line was um, we're looking to get our tickets back home um, to Tampa. And um, nothing was really working out. We're on the uh, computer and the pastors and us, and it was getting very late. I said, okay, look, shut the thing down. That's it. This is it's frustrating. We're banging our head against the, the door here. I said, let's just see what the Lord's going to do for us tomorrow, what he's going to open up tomorrow. So we all went to bed. 9.30 in the morning, we're up. The uh, pastor receives a, uh, a a text message or a phone call, one, and said, uh, are the evangelists still there? And uh, will they come over to Angoon? And I said, uh, yeah, we're here, and where's Angoon? <laughs> it was a 10-hour boat ride um, up to this native village. And the people that were touched and affected at the Juno meetings had been using social media to get the message out to some of their friends and relatives at these different villages. And my goodness, um, we said, yes, we'll come. And, you know, it's just amazing, uh, Deborah. We're, we're there even on a Sunday and um, uh, preached a Sunday morning for, for Pastor Sam at River of Glory Church. Then uh, an hour and a half before the Filipino church service started, I make a phone call at 1.30. By the way, Pastor Ariel, we're still here in town. Uh, can we come over and visit? And we get over there at 3 o'clock, and he said, uh, uh, you've got the meeting. You're doing the meeting. And and then um, I, I met uh, <laughs> uh, another pastor, uh, Pastor Green, from uh, Church of God. And at 6.30, we were ministering there. So, I mean, three meetings in one day, two meetings a day going on um, for camp meeting. And um, you know something's going something is something's happening. Something big's happening. Well, we get over to Angoon and um, get off the boat at uh, 5.15. And Jody and I were preaching at 7 in their... Uh, in their, in their little community hall that they have. It's an island, uh, 450 people, desperately needing a, a move of God. My goodness, we ministered there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It was so powerful. And, you know, in the small communities, everybody knows everybody, and everybody knows everybody else's business. But the Lord came in, and he straightened things out. And... We watched the kids getting touched and, and out under the power. We watched uh, moms and grandmas getting touched and filled with joy and, and and ministering, having them lay hands on their family members. And it was so powerful. And, and here we were at uh, Pastor Joey jo- George's church. We, we had moved down into the to his church, Pastor Joey's church, 
and a church that was built in uh, 1924 with the bell and the bell tower, and we'd ring the bell letting them know that the church service was going on, and uh, the Lord moved powerfully there, and families were restored, and, uh, and I'm talking about husband and wife and and moms and and kids and grandkids, 18 members in one family, totally restored by the power of God, the love of God. And we headed back to uh, Juneau after eight meetings up there. I said, okay, it's time to get home. We've got a camp meeting going on Lakeland, uh, excuse me, minister's conference. So, Deborah, we hustle back. We get we get back into for uh yeah it was camp meeting that's right and uh, we, we hustled back and get there for lakeland but you know i just wasn't feeling too hot and i couldn't put my finger on it um but uh, something was going on in my body and um i thought well you know maybe i did did i pick up a bug in you know one of the flights you know these long flights 5 hour flights or whatever you know, the circulating the cabin there, whatever. And um, I get in camp meeting, and uh, Monday morning, a pastor calls me out of the aisle. He said, I break this thing that's trying to attack you, come against your body now. And um, I said, wow, wow, this is, this is great. This is exactly what I needed. And I hit the deck and, and was able to get through the camp meeting. But, you know, just I just couldn't... Couldn't get over the top of it. I mean, I was feeling a lot better. But the week after camp meeting, uh, boy, now symptoms are coming back strong. And by Tuesday, Wednesday, the following week, uh, I'm having problems breathing. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, did, did this thing suddenly drop down? And now I'm on the verge of having symptoms of pneumonia and pain breathing and by uh, and I'm, I'm fighting this. Jody and I are fighting this with the Word of God and and um, Exodus in 15 and 26, the first mentioned in the Bible. I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee, and we're standing on that word. And then we always stand on this word that was a real breakthrough in our life. Is Psalm 118, verse 24. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Verse 25, nobody goes to this verse, but this is a key breakthrough verse for people. It says, save thee now. I beseech thee, I beseech thee, O Lord. Save thee, send now prosperity. And the Amplified says, and give me success. And so years ago, Jody and I got a hold of this and realizing that prosperity is having what you need when you need it. So mercy in the time that you need mercy and grace uh, in the time that you need grace. And, and, and the word says that you can come boldly before the throne and, 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 and receive mercy and grace in the time uh, that you need it. And, and, um, and, and and declare what you want before the Lord. Come boldly before the, the throne of God. And so, um, you know, uh, prosperity, a lot of people get this mixed up and, and uh, overemphasize that it's about money and substance and things. And if you need finances and if you need substance and you need different things, 
great, you can place a demand on it, but prosperity is having what you need when you need it. And healing is one of those encompassed in salvation, the wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing lacking. And um, and so there is no prosperity outside of salvation. And uh, for the people in the world, they're living a lie. Uh, they don't have Christ. He, they're not Christ-centered. Um, they're going after the things of the world and thinking that they are successful and they're prosperous. Well, according to the world system, yes, but uh, for eternity's sake, uh, you have nothing. It's all wood, hay, and stubble. It's going to burn up. There's, there's nothing there. Yeah, absolutely nothing on that day. So we place a demand for now prosperity is my now healing. And my Hebrews 11 one says now faith is for now healing. It's having now prosperity. Send it now, Lord. And, um, and, and, and of course, uh, Isaiah 53 was wounded uh, for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace is upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Isaiah looking forward to the uh, finished work of the cross. And and First um, Peter 2.24 says, and with his stripes we were healed. Peter looking back at the shed blood, the atonement um, on Calvary. So we're standing on this. Hey, is healed, am healed, are healed, were healed. Uh, that's it. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. <laughs> and uh, the next day, I said to Jody, I need some additional help here. Get me to a doctor. And, um, I, you know, yeah, you have to have wisdom. All right, use wisdom. Uh, and um, if, uh, if the situation is growing worse and your health is deteriorating to a point that uh, now you're incapacitated, I was, uh, and that's where I was, uh, barely could walk, 15, 20 feet to the bathroom without literally passing out. I mean, it's getting dark and, and you're seeing stars and, um, and and then getting back to bed and, 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 and you can't get comfortable because the pain every time you breathe in, it's daggers and your, your breath is getting more and more shallow because you can't take a deep breath and say, okay, that's it. Do I believe the word of God? Yes, I do. Do I believe that he uses people of their talents, their God-given talents, yes, I believe that as well. Will he put you in front of the right people at the time of need? Yes. Okay? So get yourself around people that that are going to help you through a situation. And uh, doctors and nurses are there for that purpose as well. So that being said, um, we we go and... and, um, a uh, quick visit in, uh, listens to my breathing and um, uh, pulse blood pressure and temperature is elevated and, and uh, you know, it was um, symptoms of, uh, of what I thought was the onset of pneumonia, but turned out she diagnosed me as having chronic bronchitis and put me on a um, uh, antibiotic for seven days. So Jody and I on Friday now... Um, uh, head out, go to the pharmacy, get the antibiotic, and take it Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday, um, maybe I'm starting to feel a little better. Thursday, okay. Friday, 
Jody says, well, how are you feeling now? I said, actually, I'm feeling the best that I felt in quite a while. Uh, the fever was gone, and um, I, I was somewhat able to breathe a little better, but not uh, anywhere near 100%. But it looked like I had turned the corner. I was starting to go on the upswing now. She says, you know, we've got meetings scheduled up in uh, Virginia and the Baltimore area, and Pastor is going to be up in Silver Springs, and we're supposed to be up there helping uh, with those meetings. Uh, if we don't get down to see our grandbaby now down in West Palm area, it's going to be a, a while before we get back. Are you up for a car ride? I'll I'll drive. You just sit back and relax. I said, yeah, I could do that. So we went down, and the very next day, I mean, the symptoms are full or blown back up on me. I mean, it was terrible. It happened on Saturday night. And Sunday morning, we're looking for somewhere for me to go. And our son, Sean, says, Reed, Mom, get, get him to JFK Medical Center. Get him there now. Get him to the ER and let them take a look at him. So off to the ER we go to JFK Medical Center at noontime. And uh, I walk in, and my wife says, my husband needs a doctor now. <laughs> and, and fortunately, there was nobody there. They boom, right back through the doors, and, um, and, and the nurse and the staff were so wonderful there and uh, checked me out, what's the problem, and, and uh, listened to my breathing and uh, could clearly see that I was shallow breathing and and uh, different things, and and so they they uh, put me on a stretcher, put me back into a room, and uh, had a chest X-ray done, and of course blood work is being drawn, and um, uh, then the nurse comes in and said, um, "Well, we're going to start an IV," and I said, "An IV? What am I having an IV for?" Uh, she said, "Well, in case you get admitted, uh, you know they'll they'll be able to administer you know whatever." You know. I said, "Look." I am not being administered here. <laughs> we are still believing the hand of the Lord. This is it. I'm healed. It's going to be something. The doctors are going to write a, another prescription out for something else, and, and I'm out of here. So I, I, I said, no, we're not going to do that. Well, a few minutes later, <laughs> the nurse comes back in. She says, well, the doctor just ordered a CAT scan, and so we got to start that IV now. <laughs> So I said, all right, and so uh, off we go and uh, have this CAT scan done, and, and uh, oh, the breathing was so difficult. You've got to lay down on that table, and, and the man says, you've got to lay flat. I said, I haven't laid flat in uh, a week and a half. My goodness, I can't, uh, I can't lay flat, and he says, that's the only way we can do this CAT scan, and all I could say is, Jesus, 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 and it transferred me over to the table, and I laid down flat, and I just had this vision. I had my eyes closed, and this vision, hair white as wool, eyes with flames of fire, a, a white robe with the breastplate of righteousness, and the and a sword, the two-edged sword, and a golden girdle, and and feet of bronze. And I just kept this vision in front of me, 
the whole time that they're doing this this CAT scan and brought me peace long enough that I got me through that CAT scan and I had not been able to lay flat for such a long time and when the doctor said okay you're you're all done here come on up and I said you got to help me I said I, I get me up transfer me over and he looked at me and I said no I I'm serious I'm I just can't even move I can't catch my breath and doctors came in back at the uh the room where they had put me and three doctors actually and doctor says, well, tell tell me what happened. I know you've told this story before, but tell me what has happened. And, hey, we're ministers five weeks up in Alaska, uh, yada, yada, uh, came back, Juneau to Seattle, Seattle to Phoenix, Phoenix back to Tampa. I wasn't feeling all that hot. Um, and... Uh, Got through a week uh, ministers conference, and the following week, uh, flat out visited a doctor, put me on some antibiotics. Went the following week, and um, and, and here I am, <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> uh, three days after I'd finished my course of antibiotics. And um, he said, uh, "So you were diagnosed with uh, chronic uh, bronchitis?" And I said, "Yes." And he looks at the other doctors. Uh, who are residents and uh, interns? Yeah, I guess residents it is. And and he kind of rolls his eyes and he says, "Well, you don't have chronic bronchitis." And I said, "Well, okay." And he said, um, "We tested your blood for uh, your heart enzymes and liver enzymes, and you didn't have a heart attack." And I said, "Oh my! I didn't even know I was being tested for a heart attack. You didn't have a heart attack." He said, but what you have are multiple pulmonary embolisms. And I said, what? I said, my God, people die from that. He said, you've had them for three weeks. He says, you're a walking miracle. I don't, I'm, uh, my eyes are starting to fill up and my, my, my voice starts to crack and I'm going, oh, my God, the hand of the Lord sustained me. And I said, people die from that. He said, 75% of people don't make it. Once that blood clot travels, generally it starts in your legs and travels up and hits the valve, um, you go into cardiac arrest. And he said, and if it goes through the valve and into your heart, uh, sometimes it doesn't come out of your heart and you go into cardiac arrest and and then if it comes out and it goes into your artery, the diameter of your arteries are smaller than your veins, and then it's clogged and you're in cardiac arrest. So you could be gone and people are trying to do CPR and or everything else, but nobody knows that you have this hidden thing to travel up. And he said, you have multiple of them. He said, you've got a shower of clots in your right lung he says you've got one in your left lung uh, descending and he said but the main one that we're concerned about is at the near the top of your pulmonary artery where it's nearly closed and I just I was absolutely utter amazed that 
here I am, three weeks, believing the Lord, professing his word, going to Psalm 91, the very last verse, says, with long life shall he satisfy me and show me his salvation. And going into Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not lack. He leadeth me to green pastures. Um, uh, he, he maketh me lay down um, by still waters. I'm going on. We're going on. And I'm, and I'm just absolutely amazed at this. And he said, um, you've lost considerable weight. Uh, I said, yeah, I, I lost. 30 pounds in 18 days. He said, your body was in survival mode. He said, due to the lack of oxygen and blood supply, um, your, your body was trying to exist. He said, but the lower lobes of your left and right lung have uh, collapsed and died due to lack of oxygen and blood. I'm going, oh my gosh. I said, well, he says, well, that's where the pain's coming from. The nurse comes over and she says, I'm going to give you a shot of Dilaudid right now. I said, what's that for? She says, well, it's, it's, going, to, it's going to take the pain away. It's going to be a, a, a sedative and, and, um, and, and basically um, we can't even have you uh, sneeze or cough or, or, or even a hiccup at this point. I go, what? My gosh. And the doctor says, and my name is Dr. Frank, and uh, Dr. Frank, uh, so what's happening now? And he said to me, um, I'm director of critical care unit, and you are going upstairs right now. And I go, what? I'm going to critical care? I'm in shock. All this news coming at one time. But God, I'm just but God, the right people, the right place, and uh, prosperity, having what you need at the very time that you need it and he uh just overwhelming how how good the the lord is to us and so we went up to the floor and um i was up there and my goodness the nurse is taking care of me and and three o'clock in the morning they're bringing somebody in the care and and didn't sound so good and i said uh, is this person okay? They they're gonna make it. And the lady says, Yeah, they're, they're going through a tough time, but but they should be able to pull through. And I said, Oh, what do I bust so And I said, I start praying for the lady next door at three o'clock in the morning. And uh, then at five o'clock in the morning, the guy on the other side of me, he's not doing so good. And um, some some buzzers going off. And and I said, Is he coding out? And 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 the lady said, well, you know, we can't really say. I said, so he needs prayer right now. Right now, there should be no loss of life. No, Lord, uh, uh, healing right now. And I'm praying and believing for their healing right now. And the next day comes and they, they, they have a, 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 a room for me opened up. And the nurses down there had made such a connection with them all night long. And uh, the nurse comes over. She says, oh, Mr. Regis, oh, we're so sorry uh, to see you go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in critical care here. I'm glad to get out of here. No, no, we're so sorry to see you go. She's hugging me, giving me a kiss. <laughs> so all we talked about was the Lord, the goodness of the Lord. And um, 
I'm going to read a scripture here, Hebrews 4, verse 16 in the Amplified. Let us then fearlessly and confidently and boldly draw near the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners uh, and saints, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need, appropriate help, and well-timed help coming just when we need it. Amen. Is that powerful or what? And so it doesn't matter what the situation is that you're going through. Hey, stand on Hebrews 4.16. It's awesome. It's the power of God. And it's there to go to work on our behalf. So I go up to the uh, the floor and uh, put me in by the window, and uh, there's one gentleman in there, and and he is uh, not saved. <laughs> First thing I do is I put uh, Christian Television Network on CTN and Brother Bob DeAndre. And and uh, so I've got that on. He's got Jerry Springer on. <laughs> I'm going, uh, uh, we got some work to do here, Lord. So matter of a couple of days after I'd been there. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful to the Lord. I'd just gone to a whole nother level of gratefulness. I mean, when you're when you're within tenths of a millimeter of a blood clot causing closing off an artery and, and causing you to go into to uh, a cardiac arrest and that didn't happen. I'm just you just become so thankful for the little things. So, you know, three o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning and uh, 11 o'clock in the morning, they're coming in, drawing blood, and, and, and you just say, oh, I'm so thankful. Thank you so much for taking good care of me. You're going to take some blood out of me. Let me just tell you about the blood of Jesus. Are you saved? Have you made him your Lord and Savior? And there were, I don't think I had the same uh, lab nurse uh, the, the whole five days I was there. So every time they came to draw blood, oh, are you coming for blood? Okay, let me just tell you. Do you know about the blood of Jesus? Do you know he shed his blood for you at Calvary? <laughs> and and uh, bring the lunch tray and the breakfast tray up and the dinner tray up and the food. Oh, so thankful. Thank you so much. You guys do such a great job. And and every time a doctor or nurse would come in and on the, on the shift change, and, and I'd just say, oh, thank you. I'm just so thankful. You guys are doing such a great job. Thank you for helping me. My goodness. Uh, this started to wear off and get on to the guy next to me. His name is Alex. And uh, where he <laughs> cussing every word, the pain that he was having, and uh, so ungrateful and so unsatisfied with the care that he was given. And uh, well, the next thing you know, uh, starts to say, thank you. Uh, to his nurses and uh, and his staff, and we had two different sets of staff, uh, and and then uh, he would begin to say, "God bless you," as they were leaving. And I'm going, "Hey, something's happening here." <laughs> uh, two days later, uh, Jody uh, prayed the prayer of salvation with him, let him write down the prayer of health, prayers of salvation. It was just, it was wonderful. Then that night, he says. Uh, uh, wow, you know, uh, you've got a nice wife, and and uh, she prayed with me, and 
you know, I have some questions about the Bible. I said, yeah, go ahead. You know, <laughs> I got my Bible right here. Let's go. You know, and uh, so it was it was awesome. I had some visitors. My dear friends Merrick and, and Yolanta came down with a prayer cloth from Pastor Eric. And uh, <laughs> I said, give me that thing. I folded it up, put it in a little hat, put it on my head. And, and they laid hands on me in the name of Jesus and prayed in tongues and speaking the word. And it was awesome. I mean, have friends drive down four hours, uh, spend an hour, two hours with you and turn around and drive back up. I mean, that's that's vital to surround yourself with the right people at at the right time. And <laughs> Alex said, boy, you sure have some nice people. They came all the way from Tampa. And I said, yeah. He said, well, they sure are nice people. They talk funny, but they sure, <laughs> they sure are nice. So uh, the Lord is so good. And even while uh, I was sleeping at times, Jody would go down. She'd get herself a tea. And the Lord spoke to her. Turn around and talk to that young man. And Deborah was amazing that uh, there's a young man, 22 years old. And Jody goes over to him and said, honey, what are you here for? And, and he says, you know, my aunt had breast cancer and had her breast removed, but the cancer came back again, and now they've got her in hospice care. Jody says, I'm a minister. My husband's a minister. He's upstairs. And um, is it okay if I come and pray? He says, sure, you can come. And went up, and she introduced herself to the family. It was awesome. And um, the lady in bed is the aunt and the uncle the married uh, to her right there and some other family members. And Jody just prayed a prayer of blessing over them after getting acquainted a little bit. And she said, now, look, everybody is going to cross over to eternity sooner or later in life. We don't know what that day is. So let's just all pray this prayer together. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart, forgive me of my sins, and wash me and cleanse me and set me free. And lead right down in the prayer of salvation, accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior. And um, then she came back. She's telling me the story of what just took place. I was now awake, and, and uh, all, a little bit of time had gone by, and, well, she notices out the door, this young man is just passing by. And she says, oh, there he is right there. And she went out. And uh, she says, hey, 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 this is where my husband is right here. Is everything okay? And he said, yeah, everything's fine. And he said, uh, my aunt uh, just went to heaven. And it was like 20 minutes after Jody had prayed that she had transitioned and gone into eternity. So just an amazing, amazing time to share the the love of Christ, the 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 power of His Word, uh, share the blood of Jesus with everybody, letting them know that you don't have to go to a lost and dying hell, letting them know that salvation is wholeness, completeness, um, everything included, including health. Two weeks later. I'm back for a checkup. I was only in the hospital for five days, but they had to regulate my uh, anticoagulant level. So I'm there for another two weeks, staying and recuperating with our family, our son, Sean, and Karen, the baby. It was awesome. And um, 
So on August the 29th, I go in, and the doctor checks my blood. He says, okay, we got the, the level is just right. And um, he says, uh, as a matter of fact, um, I just want to listen to you breathe right now. Uh, do you have any pain? No pain at all. I'm breathing in. And <laughs> as I said, I was I was uh, sucking the air out of the room, a deep, deep breath with absolutely no pain. Let it out and just blow the papers around and breathe in and breathe out. And um, I was telling him, I said, uh, I'm going for walks. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm walking in the pool. I'm exercising, getting my strength back. And, uh, and and building up my lung capacity, and I was rebuking that there is no death in my body, there's no deadness in my body, and uh, and he's listening, and he says, I don't detect any lung damage whatsoever here, and he says, and your blood oxygen level is up at 97, and uh, that's that's great, everything I'm hearing is great, and. Um, it's uh, it's absolutely amazing that you've had this fast recovery. And I said, praise God. And uh, Jody and I were now free to go. And uh, our little our, our little granddaughter, she's so awesome. She was uh, just turned eight months old. Now we're having so much fun with her at the house where she's got a babysitter that comes in who happens to be a praise and worship leader at a Brazilian church down in uh, 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 Boca. And she saw what the Lord had done with me, Deborah. And next thing you know, she is texting people, texting her friends. This man was in the hospital and he came out and in two weeks he's fully recovered, fully restored and can breathe, and he's walking, and uh, he he did not die. And some, Psalm 118, verse 17 says, I lived, I did not die, but to declare the wonderful works of God. And that's, that's, what, we're, that's what we're doing. Well, I had, uh, I had the opportunity to speak uh, three times. Uh, she put. She told the pastor in the Brazilian church, uh, "You've got to hear this man. You've got to have him come out." And he said, "Well, we've already got somebody lined up for Sunday." And 30 minutes later, he calls her back and said, "You know what? Um, the Lord spoke to me. He's supposed to be ministering. Oh, the power of God was so strong. We get to tell the testimony down there. Went to a, a, a men's ministry meeting." power of God fell there, salvations, rededications, so awesome. So that's my story right now, Deborah. And now we we get to um, line up our schedule. That's what we're doing right now is uh, focusing on that. Um, and, you know, I just had my uh, 58th birthday on uh, Friday, September the 12th. And, and uh, Jody did a, a marvelous thing here for us. Uh, she... Uh, built and established www.regisandjody.com, and that is our ministry website. And that that was our that was my birthday present that uh, we had this website uh, built and and uh, we went live on my birthday, <laughs> and and so we're we're uh, we're we're getting our meetings set up. Um, 
and um, letting people know uh, the the great testimony that we have to share with people, and uh, that uh, even in the the worst circumstances, the Lord is right there. And I said to many people, I said, you know, it's not that I'm afraid to die. I'm not afraid to die at all. I said, you know, uh, it's like Pastor Rodney says, you know, sudden death, sudden glory. I mean, to be absent out of the body is to be present with the Lord. Um, but there are a lot of people out there that don't know where they're going to spend eternity, and they're they're afraid, and they need to hear this precious gospel. So Jody and I uh, have this wonderful um, website uh, that anybody can visit. In fact, I, I encourage everybody, go, go check it out. Uh, Regis and Jody, J-O-D-Y, dot com. It's a great website, a beautiful website, some pictures and, and teaching, and uh, shows our schedule, tells us, uh, tells you about our story, about us, and and some of the relationships that we've had along the way, and, and it's a beautiful site, and we continue to work on that, improve on that, and, and so that's where we're at today. Here we are on Saturday, the day after, and... Um, uh, just um, so thankful that I have this opportunity to share uh, my story of salvation and then my story, just a very, very short part of the uh, the, uh, the the miracle and the healing that just took place. And Deborah, you had alluded earlier that uh, there are several several times that that uh, I, I could have died. And matter of fact, I was, you know, in my life I'd I, uh, I was hit by two drunk drivers and rear-ended by a tractor trailer and then this. So, you know, <laughs> as everybody knows, you know, you get hit by the drunk driver, the drunk lives and the and the and the and the other people die and uh, uh and and I lived and and I was not hurt on either occasion, nothing and I mean they were very very serious accidents and uh, not a scratch on me, not a cut, not a, a, a bruise. And so the Lord is so good, and um, his promises are yea and amen. So, uh, Deborah, I think that's all that I have, unless you have a couple of questions that you have for me. Um, I, I think I've pretty much covered uh, what I'd like to cover tonight. My God is so awesome. I'm just, I, I'm just, Amazed. I, I I was thinking about how is I mean how you're sharing the gospel and praying for your your roommates in the hospital and if Jody had not been obedient to go and share with that other lady who know she wouldn't have twenty minutes later the lady would have been dead and then if 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 we just share when if we're it's important to be obedient uh, when the Lord tells us to do something and uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, and you know, just, we just got a mess. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I just got a message uh, yesterday that um, while we were in Alaska, we we, uh, we we got to know several people while we were there. And um, one's an older gentleman. His name is Harold, and he was a native. And uh, he was about 92 or 93 years old. And, and oh, what the Lord did and strengthened him in this service, well... Um, just a couple of weeks ago, he went home to be with the Lord. Yesterday, I found out that uh, assistant pastor's son died suddenly. 29 years old, 
no known cause whatsoever. Everything appeared to be uh, totally uh, good and, and right, and no car accident, no no nothing like that. Um, just just died. The EMT has got there and and tried to uh, to uh, to uh, get him breathing again, and and that was it. He crossed over into eternity. And the same thing. I'll even share this with my brother. When my brother was 47 years old, he's two years older than me, so I'm 45 years old. He comes home from work on a Friday night and doesn't get up on Sunday. And, or excuse me, went to bed on Friday night, doesn't get up on Saturday, and and died in the middle of the night. So uh, we're not, as Pastor has always said, we're not guaranteed uh, tomorrow. And, um, you know, we do have uh, the, the word of the Lord says, with long life shall he satisfy us. But everybody's race is different. Some people's races are are shorter than others, and some people's races are longer than others. So we're not guaranteed uh, that. So um, it's really important that in these last days, in the last days and the closing, actually closing moments, um, before the, the the Lord comes back for the, the righteous church, for the catching away. Very, very important for us to get the word out so that people have that opportunity to be on the first bus out of here. Amen. Amen to that. Regis, as, as, the, as the Bible says, it says, um, you know, people are in the valley the decision, you know, of uh, making that decision, whether they're going to make the decision for Jesus or, or you know, what yeah. they're going to make. Multitudes, multitudes are in the, the valley of decision. That's right. Right. And what would you say to those people who are in that, that multitude, the multitudes are in the valley of decision? To, yeah. What would you say to them? Well, I, I'll, I'll say this first of all. Um, I, I go back to a statement there is no prosperity outside of Jesus Christ and salvation. There is no prosperity. So whether you're well off and everything appears to be good, you've got a beautiful uh, a job, you've got a, a, a beautiful family, a beautiful house and car, and, and maybe you belong to the, the country club, um, but you don't have Jesus um, you have nothing. You you don't have prosperity. You have the the outward, uh, worldly view of what success and prosperity is, but you don't have true prosperity without having a relationship with the Lord. Remember, I grew up in the church. I had religion, but I had no relationship. And it's through that relationship that we're able to call on His name and have his name go to work uh, on our behalf in the time of trouble. We have his word that we could stand on. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word shall never pass away. Uh, We have the blood of Jesus. We're washed, we're covered, we're blood-bought. And so we have that precious blood that has flowed uh, at Calvary that we could stand on. We're just, we, 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 clothe ourselves in that 
um, we have the mighty third person of the Holy Spirit going to work on our behalf. You know, uh, God, our Father, formed this world, and, and he formed the garden, and he had his time and his place on this earth. And then he turned it over to Jesus. And then Jesus came. Uh, he had his time on this earth, 33 years, and some 2,000 years ago, shed his life so that the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Counselor, the one called alongside of us could come. And then we have the angels. Um, are they not all ministering spirits unto those of salvation? We have those five things going for us that the world doesn't have. And so what do I say to people? I said, look, put all that stuff aside. If today were your last day on earth, where are you going to spend eternity? Uh, you don't know. Uh, oh, you don't care. Uh, every, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to discuss that. Some people, I mean, we get all kinds of crazy answers. You know, somebody says, "Well, I don't really believe in that. I think it's, you know, we'll, we'll go somewhere, but I, I don't even think that there's heaven and hell." And I, and I said, "Well, look." Um. I believe there is a heaven and hell. I believe the word of God uh, is the 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 truth, and uh, the world recognizes the Bible as the word of God. Even the world does. Some people have faith not to believe it. Some people, you know, a lot of people have faith to believe it. So, so I said, well, look, if you're right, then I don't lose anything. But if you're wrong and I'm right that there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun, and there is uh, Jesus 2,000 years ago that came and was crucified. I said, I gain heaven, and you're going to hell. Now, what kind of sense does that make? So uh, I, I, I take this very, very seriously that uh, the, the people that we come across in our daily walk we have the opportunity to to just reach out with them and uh, and don't beat them over the head with the Bible. Don't try to put them in Bible school. And just uh, hey, has anyone ever told you that God loves you? Oh my, there's so many people just stopping their tracks right now. I hope so. But, you know, Timothy in the book of Timothy he says, hey, we live in we live in tough times, hard to deal with times, perilous times. And 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 um, and and so we're facing that right now. Um, is it prosperous times? Uh, yes. Is it tough times and hard to deal with times? Yes. Uh, the two are running hand in hand together. So um, I t I take it very seriously, and as as a lot of people do, recognizing with the the wars and the rumors of wars and. And as the Bible says, uh, as it was in the days of Noah, uh, so shall it be um, in the end times of the Son of Man. And so um, we just we just do everything that we can do to uh, introduce uh, people to the love of Jesus and uh, let them know that uh, he died for everyone and they can have a personal relationship with him. Amen. Would you like to lead them in a in a prayer of salvation, Regis? 
I, I, I would do that right now, and then I'm going to pray for uh, anyone who is uh, sick, who needs a healing, um, and doesn't matter whether it's uh, a, uh, a headache or, or uh, you know, uh, a, a, a sickness that's uh, incurable. Um, I'm going to say this about the headache. Why I say that is 30, uh, 60 days before I went to Juneau, Alaska, the Lord <laughs> told me that, that um, there's going to be somebody healed of a chronic headache. And uh, so I came home from, from work. This happened right at my workplace. And as I'm, uh, uh, I've got the praise and worship music on and, and some teachings and whatever. Um, and so I came home. I told Jody, I said, hey, the Lord spoke to me today and said that uh, somebody's going to be healed of a chronic headache. And I said, that doesn't seem, or a headache. I said, that doesn't seem to be like uh, much getting healed of a headache unless you're the one with the headache. Mm-hmm. And so in in one of the, the meetings up there, I called it out. I said, there's somebody, the Lord told me there's somebody here that's got a uh, a recurring headache, maybe a chronic headache. Um, and uh, who is that person? Well, the hand goes up, Deborah. My goodness. Uh, and, and, uh, and I said, yeah, come on up here. And he, and and I said, well, so what, what's happening? He said, oh yeah, the pain it just never leaves me. And I said, so uh, was it an accident or or, or what? And he said, yeah, I, I was involved with a uh, in an accident. And um, I said, so how long have you had this? He says, since 1974. So oh, what? I said, that's 40 years. Um, uh, my, my gosh, I said, oh, my gosh. I said, you know, headache, okay, I pray for him. Boom, he he hits the floor. And a little while later, he gets up, and, and I said, how you doing? He said, great. He says, I just feel peace. I said, peace? He said, oh, yeah, I just got this peace on me. And I said, well, what about your headache? He said, oh, that's gone. Oh, that's gone. And you know, several meetings after that, I used that very, that very simple um, uh, uh, testimony, and I said, "Hey, at this church, this is what just happened. Peradventure, is there somebody else here that's had a headache?" And and we just started to see healings happen and marriages restored. Marriage restored from praying for somebody with a headache. Go uh-huh. figure that. But that's exactly what happened. So we'll pray. We will pray for the the um uh, healing power of god to to hit these people but let's just pray right now that that prayer father right now in the precious name of jesus per adventure we even have somebody on this um uh, telecast or this, this radio uh broadcast right now that uh, has not uh accepted you as lord and savior father um, your word says that you're not willing that any should perish, but we should all uh, come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And um, uh, there's a tug on on your heart right now, even through uh, the last few minutes of what we've been talking about. And, and uh, you know that you're not living right. And 
you know that people have been telling you and you had the opportunity maybe to accept Jesus, but you never have done it. Well, today is your day. The Bible says today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow, today, right now. And perhaps there's somebody else out there that uh, you haven't been walking with the Lord. You were brought up in church just like I was. You have... uh, you have uh, uh, got all of the uh, religion uh, uh, and, and, and good standing member of the church, but you're living like hell in the world six days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, going out to the bars, going out to the nightclubs. You absolutely show no fruit of salvation whatsoever but you go to church on sunday and you clean up well and you uh, go through 45 minutes or an hour and a half and you go right back out into the things of the world today is your day as well and per adventure there's the last call would be for somebody that's they're, they're just not sure they they think they're saved they want to be saved uh, they 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 have some confusion that sets in. We're going to break that right now. I'm going to just pray this prayer. Everybody, you can pray this prayer uh, with me out loud and with your heart and your lips, and just say, "Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me and cleanse me and set me free." I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. He rose from the dead for me. He's coming back again for me. According to your word, Lord, if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord and Savior, I shall be saved. So right now, I confess that Jesus is Lord and Savior of my life. I turn my back on the world. I turn my back on sin. And I follow you, Lord Jesus. Today is my day of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you did pray that prayer, you should just go right over the calendar, write that down. Right now, September the 13th is your new birthday because you were born of the flesh on whatever day that was, my birthday, (laughs) 58 years ago, was September the 12th. And February of 97, I was born of the Spirit, afresh anew. And um, you can uh, can let us know if you prayed that prayer, either through uh, Deborah um, or um, even our uh, website at uh, www dot regis and jody dot com so either way uh, just let somebody know um that you were able to pray that prayer it'd be awesome and as far as praying for the sick right now i have my lovely wife jody right here and i want jody to pray this prayer with everybody right now for the sick because she is an awesome prayer warrior that really helped me honey Lebo kura ma sande ki anda kura ba asande. O rabakana ma sande ki anda kura. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, of Nazareth, your son who lived and died and rose again, Father, we thank you for the finished, completed work of the cross. We thank you that we can stand and declare and decree every promise in the word of God. We thank you, Father, that we can declare and decree that we were healed, we are healed, and we are continuing to be healed. Father, right now I pray for every man, woman, and child who is facing sickness or disease in their body or they have a loved one. Right now put your hand on that place, stand in faith, and we will agree. In the name of Jesus, there is no distance in the realm of the spirit. We take authority right now over a spirit of infirmity. We pull it out by the roots in Jesus' name. We declare and we decree you are healed and made whole by the stripes of Jesus Christ. He bore that cancer. He bore that diabetes. He bore that that uh, lung problem. He bore the problem in your legs, the pain in your back. We take authority right now in the name of Jesus over a spirit of pain that has been lingering and it has attached itself to you in Jesus' name. We rebuke all sickness and disease. You know, we thank you, Father, that your word says the devourer is rebuked for our sakes because we are in covenant with you. Father, we thank you for our every covenant promise for every believer. But, Father, we thank you that healing is not only for the children's bread, but Jesus went about doing good healing all those in his midst who had faith to receive. So, Father, whether people are saved or unsaved, we declare and we decree they are made whole by the precious blood of Jesus Christ and the finished work of the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Beautiful. Amen. Yeah, she's awesome. She's I'll tell you, she was right there the whole time that I was going through this and uh, oh my we I mean just tenacious about the word of God going to work on our behalf. And um I just love her. So that's uh that's Jody of Regis and Jody dot com right there. So <laughs> what a blessing. We have a caller on the line, Regis, if you could stand by. I think they may have some comments or maybe prayer requests or something. Yeah, that'd be fine. All right. Hello, caller 405. Uh, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. How are you doing? Uh, what's your name? Uh, this is uh, Donna. Hi, uh, Donna. How are you? Uh, yes, I just from you. Oh, yes. I just wanted to call in and tell Regis and Jody both that I am so happy for his healing that he did live and for his their ministry. Y'all bless me every time I, I see you and, and even just when we're sitting next to you at the at the River Church. Love oh, yeah. you guys. Enjoyed the, 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 the show tonight. Enjoyed your testimony so much. And I actually had called uh, – I had I messaged uh, Deborah and told her I needed prayer. Uh, I had severe pain in my back for the past four days and had not even been able to stand up. But as uh, Jody was praying, that changed. I'm standing up now. <laughs> oh, come on. That's, that is awesome. The Lord is so good. He is. He is. Thank you, Donna. So, but so thank you so much for the for for agreeing with us because it worked. 
Amen. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, the, the word of God. The word of God is so powerful, and, and you know we always stood on the scripture as well that that His word does not return void, but it shall accomplish that which it is sent to do, or that um, He hastens His word. Another uh, way to put it, He hastens His word to perform it. And so um, it doesn't surprise me at all that we have uh, the people of faith rise up and grab a hold of this. And uh, it's no different than the centurion uh, had his servant um, that was uh, sick. And and here he is as a a mighty man of authority and um, heard about Jesus and began to believe on Jesus and began to believe on the the works and the healings and the miracles that he did and he came to the lord and he said my servant is sick and even to the point of death and jesus says i'll come and the man said the centurion said i'm i'm not uh worthy to even have you come to my household but i am a man under a, a of authority and to this one i say come and to that one i say go and so um, just say the word, and my servant will be healed. <laughs> and the Lord, he, he marveled. He said, I have not found such great faith, no, not even in Israel. So when we mix our faith with the word of God, we're going to have results. Amen. Amen. God has said faith because as Judy was praying, I... I I put my hand on my neck because I've been having some neck pain lately, and uh, and so I put my hand on my neck. And after she prayed, thank God, the pain went away. So testimonies. (laughs) Amen. All inflammation goes in Jesus' name. All pain, all all pain is inflammation related. Anytime that you have inflammation, and if that inflammation is allowed to persist, it will go to pain. And then pain goes into chronic pain, and then from chronic pain goes into sickness and disease. That is the progression of all sickness and disease that we have in. And that's not me saying this. This is medical science determining that every bit of sickness and disease that we have in this world all starts with inflammation. And so when we get a hold of that and we we, we pray against the pain, we pray against the inflammation also that came and started the whole thing, and, and we break that assignment, we pull it up by the root. Amen. Amen to that. I just throw that in there for free. <laughs> <laughs> we we have about, just so Eve and I did on time, we have about 30, about, well, about 29 minutes, and as, yeah. I, was, as I was praying earlier to the Lord, and I asked him, I said, is there anything you want me to, you know, say at all? Um, what I got from him was he, he asked me to say to, to tell everybody that um, to have faith in his word because um, when you have faith in his word, then you have faith in him because he is the word made flesh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you were standing on the word for a really, really long time. And, uh, well, you've always stood on the word, as you were talking about earlier, you were standing on those scriptures, and it did not, it, they they worked for you. 
Oh yeah, and and you know when we when we talk about uh, the faith part of this, um, you know we have to we have to go back and 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 really take a look what 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 faith is and 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 you know I found there were four mentions in the Bible where it says the just shall live by faith. And um and and and, and of course the just is the uncompromisingly righteous people that are in right standing before the Lord. And in Habakkuk two four is the first mention, of course that's the Old Testament, but in verse two four, um it it, uh, it reads, Behold his soul which is lifted up and is upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. So here we are in Old Testament saying, already prophesying and and speaking this out, the just, the um, uncompromisingly righteous, shall live by faith. In Galatians uh, 3.11 says the just shall live by faith. In Romans 1.17, the just, shall live by faith. And then Hebrews uh, 10.38 says, now the just shall live by faith. So when we see that there, four references to how we're supposed to live is by faith, believing on, relying on, trusting in, and and, um, believing that his word is true. And so you get a hold of that. Like I said, here I was, brand new baby Christian, going to the Christian bookstore to buy my first Bible. And, and you know, I, I just got into it. I, I didn't know where to start. I didn't want to start all the way in Old Testament when I knew there's New Testament and, you know, and, and some promises attached there. So, you know, somebody says to me, the best way to do is start reading in uh, the book of John and uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the gospel of John, and then go to Acts and, um, and, and read um, what Jesus' ministry was like and then see what the Holy Spirit's ministry is like and then go back to Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And that's exactly what I did. And then over the next years, and, and here uh, we are, I mean, like I said, 17 years uh, later, um, still learning, still, still increasing in knowledge uh, more and more, with the, the the word and and connecting the dots even more and um and and trusting in and relying on and the more the more word you have in the more word is going to come out amen to that we have another caller i'm going to take that call if you'll stand by regis mm-hmm. uh, uh, welcome, right. to, welcome to fire talk radio um area code five six one welcome to fire talk radio what's your name and where are you calling from my name is Magnus from Boca Raton, Pastor Magnus. Hello. Pastor yes, Magnus, how are you tonight? How are you? I'm I'm get everything again. 
and it comes up my leg. And if anybody knows me, um, I stand six foot four, and so it's got a long ways to travel. Awesome man. <laughs> and then it's got to make its way up uh, through my torso and into my chest. So I mean, it's a progression, and 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 so you know, even with our walk with the Lord, you know, I've got a saying on our on our website, readersandjody.com. Uh, increase your daily exercise. Dot dot dot. Walk with the Lord. And so everybody, like everybody that. needs to be exercised, but they also need to, to increase their walk and progress with the things of God. And we cannot stay baby Christians um, and, and, and just be spoon-fed and bottle-fed. Uh, even my, I see my little grandbaby right now. I mean, we went from the bottle and then started her on soft food. And my goodness, uh, here she is. Uh, she was crawling around, and then we were sent video. She's now standing in her crib. She is she is progressing. She's progressing rapidly, and that's the way we have to be uh, progressing rapidly, and especially when yeah. we are under attack and we need a healing or we need certain things. We need yeah. you just yes. have Hallelujah. to be tenacious about it and yeah. dig into the Word of God and find. Find the solution to the problem. It's in the it's in the word, not in the world. And for me, being unsaved, <laughs> I had a problem. I just go to another bar. You know, it was crazy. You know, thinking things were going to get oh, just drown you. It was just it was ridiculous. But then, you know, you get saved and you get into the word. And and if you you know you you get a snake bite, there's an anti venom to to counteract the venom from the snake bite. Well, that's what the word of God is. It's that anti-venom for yeah. every for every situation that we're going through. And yeah. um so even right now, Magnus, right now, I mean, I I just speak of the a flood of God's healing presence in your body. Jody not pray for you and um and Sonia and um I rebuke I just yes. rebuke yes. this symptom. I rebuke yes. it and I say yes. Nahem according to Nahem one nine, this affliction shall not come upon yes. you a second time. I call devil take your stinking hands off of Magnus right now. All yes. sickness and disease. Yes. Father, according to your word, the spirit in of 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 the, the of Christ Jesus supersedes Hallelujah. the law of sin and death and sickness Hallelujah. and disease. The spirit of Christ Jesus in you rise up not right now. I break this thing now in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. You praise the Father God. You give the glory. Give the honor to you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your fire. Thank you for the fuel of your fire in our house. And Sonia's uh, uh, sickness, Sonia's is going to, to, to do a follow uh, next week, and she needs the, their trolls in perfect condition to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Reyes. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, the radio. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful. I put in my in my uh, uh, evangelism right now to send to people this radio is Marvelous, beautiful is the right. power mm-hmm. that come up from from this station is, is something just like this woman the, the the fire comes from the mouth of her 
and you know, then burn everything that's not agreeable to the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're Praise welcome, the Lord. We love you. Give our love to Sonia, and um, and we'll see you soon. Okay, buddy? Okay, Bless my buddy. You. Thank, Thank you, you so much for calling. Thank you for you, too. God bless you. God bless you, too. Amen. Amen. You know, um, just let you know we have well, that's about all the way down in uh, South Florida. Uh, wow! Wow! Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a heads up, we have about fifteen, well, about sixteen minutes left. And mm-hmm. um, I was thinking about, uh, you know, I was in that, I was in that camp meeting that when Pastor Ronnie prayed, you know, he called you out. I saw you walking in, going to your seat, and then he called you out, and you went, you went out under the power. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I was there. I, I was there for that, and. <laughs> And also, I, I remember uh, when you had gone to when you had gone to um, um, you know when you had gone to uh, uh, the Alaska when you and Jody went to that, and and I right. saw clips that you had put on Facebook, and um, and they were very powerful. I, I watched the, the videos, and I was wondering, did you re- did were they recorded on CD or anything like that? No, um, we didn't have uh, any any um, video recording except what Jody and I did um, with our uh, with our own camera with our own uh, instrument, uh, and so we have clips, and we'll be um, we'll be uh, editing and posting clips up on our website of uh, the different uh, areas that the Lord worked in, um, and uh, when when people were touched and and um strengthened with uh, joy and i always like to say that they're strengthened with joy because uh, it's the joy of our salvation you don't have any strength um without salvation so you're strengthened and you have the joy of salvation and and um and and um uh you know many times in the bible talks about that uh, that uh, uh do this so that your joy may be full and so we We'll have clips of of people getting touched and and filled and and uh, have the joy and the joy of the Lord is their strength. Uh, we'll have some uh, testimonies where <clears throat> we uh, we had one uh, one opportunity where I I called out the healing in the Filipino church and um, uh, the headache in the Filipino church and the. Um, the young lady comes up and uh she's crying i mean she was just uh she was in a lot of pain and crying and and here we are uh talking about a chronic headache and she comes forward well comes to find out we pray for her actually um i i think i just blew on her forehead and 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 uh she went down and uh, at any rate she gets back up uh, a little while later, and I say, "Is this your church?" She said, "No, this is uh, this is not my my home church. The Lord told me to come here for this service." So I'm, I mean, uh-huh. I was I was shocked. I said, "Oh my gosh, this, this is this is awesome!" I mean, an hour and a half before the service, I'm making the call to the pastor. I'm still in town. I'm here, and he says. Uh, I'll pray and uh, see what the Lord will have do. 
and the service started at 3 o'clock, and, and we walked in the door, and he said, you've got the service. I said, wonderful. So here I am, uh, and here's the pastor working in cooperation, and <clears throat> he allows me to do the service, and I have the word for somebody who's not even in the church, but they hear from the Lord, and the Lord directs them to come, and then the healing takes place. And that, when you see this all together, it's, it's pretty powerful. And, and and of course, she recounted the the next service when we went to Church of God at 6:30. Well, my goodness, we we pull up to the church, Pastor Sam and myself and and Jody, and um, here's the car just in front of us, and it's that very same person and now we're at her home church i didn't know that and we're at her home church and she's got the car packed out with her mother her father her two sons uh i think her husband uh it was amazing i mean this whole car of people gets out i'm going oh my gosh and then we had her i said come here come here my 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 dear sister she came forward and then it was at the very next service uh that she was testifying what had taken place um, just uh, an hour and a half ago. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. then we went back to River of Glory Church with Pastor Sam in Juneau, um, and she and her family were touched there again. We didn't even lay hands on them, and they went right on under the power of God. And then the two little boys um, they they were standing and bring them over and we prayed for them later. They're stuck to the floor. It was so it was amazing to see. Here's this entire family. The Lord just uh, opened uh, the the blessings and just poured right out on them. Um, and oh, just I mean I. I You'll, we're, we're going to try and piece this together so that people will be able to see. Here's what happened this day. She recounted it the next day. She came back again, got touched the next day, and uh, we're, we're going to see about doing doing something like that. Right. One of the reasons I was asking, because if you'd like, um, I can try and see what you have and see if I can put it together in an audio form and and, uh, you know, the days, the different days, and put them in different audios and line them up here. And, and we could do a show about it if you would like to do that, something like that or something you want to pray about. Yeah. Let's, um, you know, I'll, I'll uh, explore what we have. As a matter of fact, this is unbelievable. But, um, you know, you have to you have to remember, we, we just left. We, we just left Alaska after five weeks. We come back to camp meeting, and then I get sick. Last night and the night before, I was viewing footage for the first time of uh, of Alaska. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I was in awe of of what I was seeing because you know I'm up there ministering and and either Jody or somebody else had grabbed the uh, uh, grabbed the little uh, iPad and and started to, uh, to to videos and and capturing this. So it was it was pretty it was pretty neat for me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's wonderful. Because I was thinking that'd be some some powerful, and you can, you know, do a voiceover. You can just come live, and we can we can work something out if you'd like. Because I and it was very powerful. I was I was watching when that lady first got the joy 
um, when you had that clip on there. So I think uh-huh. I think you had a clip on there. It was wonderful. It, it, I got the joy just watching it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was really awesome. And so, but I, I feel like um, I feel like God is pleased with you and and with Jody and and with what you're doing for Him. I really feel that in my spirit. Feel like he's smiling at you, and and he's proud of you. Well, I I feel the same way, and I, I I'm uh, I'm I'm glad we're uh, we we've stepped out. I'm glad I walked away from that uh, corporate position, and and of course there's uh you know it's a it's a it's a big step of faith to go out, and um, and and uh, I mean just uh, start something a brand new work. And um, without picking up the phone and and um, and and calling people, uh, like I said, and just to have that opportunity, and then um, with Jody and her expertise, uh, uh, to be able to sit down and be dedicated to build the uh, the website and our uh, Facebook page, and and getting the word out that way through social media, um, and and people contacting me. Oh my. Oh my goodness! Between Deborah, between the the testimony that I lived, I did not die, uh, and we're declaring the wonderful works of God. And my birthday yesterday, uh, and so many birthday greetings that they they were even still coming in uh, even today, and okay. um, and 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 I, I lost count. I mean, I, there's just no way that I can get back and write a personal message to everybody but uh it was overwhelming the the response and so many people saying happy birthday and glad you're still with us and the lord's not done with you he you just got started and um uh, i know uh i know as the uh as as the closing moments of uh the world as we know it uh comes to an end there's going to be uh uh, greater and greater manifestations and more and more people going to be used and um, uh, the the glory of the Lord is going to cover this earth as the water covers the sea. I believe that we're in for the the best times for the for the for the church for the for the the righteous and um, you know I one of my teachings is uh, is is take a look at uh, Hebrews 11, and you're going to see who has the faith and who is considered righteous. I mean, here the entire world was destroyed, but one man was found righteous who preached for a hundred years and saved seven family members. So, you know, if the entire world, there was only one righteous person. Um, you know, we, we really have to take a look at, at what is righteousness so that, um, you get a revelation of what the Lord is looking for and that you can be used powerfully and significantly in these last days, um, even in, even in Lot, uh, uh, an entire city. And two cities, and several, were 
totally destroyed um, uh, judgment came upon them because of the the sin. And you know, I know the Bible says in in the last days there the bad things will be seemed as good and and the good things will be seemed as bad. Um, and um, we 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 really we we can't get into a soft gospel. Uh, we we deliver a strong a strong word, deliver it in love, but it's it's strong because uh, uh, people have to sit up and take notice at this time. Uh, the days of of playing around and fooling around are over. Um, the world's going to be wrapped up here very shortly, and. Uh, <clears throat> And and uh, the uh, the righteous will be caught away. The righteous will uh, the the trump will sound, and uh, we'll hear the voice of the the Lord come up here. The dead in Christ shall rise, and we which were are alive and remain shall be caught up with Him in the clouds. And so, uh, our our message that the Lord has given. Uh, Jody and myself to carry to the people are are you rapture ready are you rapture ready and and a lot of people um, are, are having their sinuses cleared out <laughs> when, when when we talk about this and and we have the altar call and um, and it's and it's powerful it's just it's all tied in with uh, Luke 17 and Matthew 24 and uh, from uh, Genesis all the way to Revelation and uh, start pulling out the scriptures and and uh, preparing everybody for the soon coming king Amen. I'm glad that I'm glad that you're sharing the word, and I'm 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 one of the people who's glad that God spared your life because He's not done with you for all the people that you need to reach, and He heard mm-hmm. you praying to Him that day, and and you know, doing business with them, and and uh, and uh, we've got about actually two minutes and twenty seconds. But I'm just, I'm, I'm so grateful that you joined tonight. And I, I would encourage everybody to go to Regis and Jody's website, which you spell it R E G I S and Jody J O D Y dot com. That's correct. Yes, and uh, just to quickly um, give their their uh, email address is Regis and Jody at gmail.com. And yep, then their yep. Facebook is facebook.com slash Regis and A N D Jody. And so, but, yep. yeah, I encourage y'all to go there and uh, check them out. We make it pretty simple for everybody, don't we, uh, Deborah? Yes, yes, you it's do. It's Regis and Jody all across the board. <laughs> very, very simple. Yes, we have about 90 seconds left. I'm so glad that you joined me tonight, Regis. I, it's been wonderful. And thank you, Jody, for praying for everyone. It's been awesome. And hopefully it won't be the last time. We'll just see what happens. But I'm glad you, that you were here. We've got about one minute left. So I'm going to turn it over to Jody for the last minute. Awesome. Sounds great. Thank you. Hi, Deborah. God bless Hi. you. It has been so much fun listening to Regis share the testimony of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I can just say being the wife of someone who was walking through the trial of his life because I set my affections on the Lord. 
He delivered me out of all of my troubles. And, you know, I love the Word of God, and we began to teach our grandbaby Psalm 23. The whole time Regis was in the hospital, and I was staying at our son's house, Psalm 23, over that little girl, and I would go to sleep at night reciting Psalm 23. And the the verse says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And you know, Deborah, I woke up with that. I went to sleep with that. I woke up with that. I went to sleep with that. And the Lord kept me in perfect peace. So we love you, and we say, until we meet again, God bless you. God bless you, too. Thank you so much, Jody and Regis. I'm so glad that you joined tonight, and and uh, I love you, too. Oh, and, uh, love you. To everyone listening, remember that you are loved and you are valuable and you are accepted in the beloved. Until we meet again, we'll talk to you later, Jody. All right. God bless you. Bye-bye, everybody. God bless you. Bye-bye.